Today I step into the shoes of a great man, a man by the name of Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. Under President Not Sure's leadership, a new era dawned. You know, there was a time in this country when smart people were considered cool. Well, maybe not cool, but smart people did things like build ships and pyramids, and they even went to the moon. And there was a time in this country, a long time ago, when reading wasn't just for fags, and neither was writing. People wrote books and movies, movies that had stories, so you cared whose ass it was and why it was farting, and I believe that time can come again. everyone and welcome to smoking and drinking in space this is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi and this week we discuss the cautionary tale of a society obsessed with electrolytes starring luke wilson maya rudolph and dax shepherd and it was written and directed by mike judge it's 2006's idiocracy but first he's the army officer trying to crack into the biz under my double dose of pimping tutelage it's james how are you doing james what's up upgrade with two d's <laughs> Two D's for that double dose. And he's fried dumbass Esquire. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? Uh, get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be honest. I picture you as a dumb Dak Shepherd. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> uh, speaking of dumb Dak Shepherd, you got any news for us, Rob? Yeah, what does dumb Dak Shepard have to do with news? Well, if you were smarter, you'd understand. <clears throat> oh, okay. So, uh, my first Dak Shepard uh, <laughs> news is... Uh, I don't have any Dak Shepard news. I do have some Robert, Z- Robert Zemeckis news. So, <clears throat> Robert Zemeckis is going to try his hand at a new sci-fi thriller. And what's that? Don't know. Oh. Just don't know. He's just going to, hey, I'm going to do some sci-fi, guys. Yeah. No, no. He's got, uh, the film is titled Ares, um, and it's in development. It tells the story of an astronaut whose space capsule crash lands in an African desert and who must race against time to reunite with his family to uncover a vast hidden conspiracy that he might be at the center of. How, how is this sci-fi? I don't know. So he's an astronaut that crash lands in Africa. I mean, so far, it's already more sci-fi than 112263 just because there are fucking astronauts in it. And you're complaining about it. Astronauts are not sci-fi. We have astronauts now. It's not fiction. You know what? Moon landing was faked. Uh, Prove me wrong. I'm just just saying. I'm just saying. It's more sci-fi than 112263. Um, I'd how the fuck do you crash in Africa as an astronaut? Number one, I, number two. I, I, how is that? Don't know. I still don't. Science fiction is it just because astronauts are scientific? 
like would they use science and math to fucking go into space and this is a work of fiction because it already it's kind of sounding like maybe it might be about a sci-fi as 11 maybe it's in the future and that's where you get the sci-fi part part from I don't maybe know. that's that's all i've got on that article okay intriguing Just, yeah i know right uh so one more no actually two more uh, the next thing is uh, Scott Dickerson is no longer directing Doctor Strange. Oh, d- darn. I, yeah. Mm. Wait, did he, was, he direct the first he, one? Yeah, he, he was direct, directing it. So Yeah, he directed the first Doctor Strange. Um, he's not doing the sequel. Uh, they parted ways due to creative differences, but he's still going to be a uh, executive producer. So. so, okay, so he just wanted to do something that Kevin Feige's like, no. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. but I really want to do it. He's like, no. Well, if you don't let me do it, then I'm going to walk away as director, but I'm still going to executive produce this bitch. Okay. Sure. So it it couldn't have been that big of a fucking creative difference. Like if it was something like, uh, or he was felt really passionate about it. He'd pull out completely, but now he's like, ah, it's still going to make money. So fuck it. I'll be an executive producer. Yeah. Well, yeah. Feige was probably like, you're not turning this into the last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing this again. No, you've seen the star Wars movies, right? You saw how they no, turned you out. Cannot have Ryan Johnson rewrite. <laughs> that would be terrible. No, yeah, what would be terrible is if they got Ryan Johnson to, Take over as director. Ooh. You know what would be even more terrible you know, is if they had Ryan Johnson doing a fucking another trilogy for Star Wars. Oh no, wait. You know what would be even more terrible is if he took over as director for Doctor Strange and somehow pigeonholed Rose into it. <laughs> <laughs> There's on the Discord who posted was that you that posted the uh the picture uh of yeah, that was me. Ryan Johnson uh handing uh hand, handing JJ the uh, the Rose Tico and he just tosses it over his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, me. That's yeah, that's fantastic. That's the best. That's the best meme ever. I don't know what meme lord came up with that, but I bowed down to him because it's amazing and it's perfect in every way. <laughs> yeah. All right. What else you got, Rob? Last one. Um, Fox is wide open to reviving Firefly. Yeah, Christina Hendricks said that the other the other night in bed. Wait, Did what? She? Yeah. But were you there to hear it? That's what I want I to know. <laughs> it, doesn't, <laughs> uh, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I hope this happens. I really hope this happens. I really do. And I hope they bring back the cast. I hope it's not a reboot. I hope it's a, a continuation. Uh, I, I mean, you know, I feel bad that Alan won't be a part of it, but I just want to see Mal and Christina Hendricks. And the other chick who was super hot too. She's still super hot. Marina Beckerin. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jewel Jewel State is okay. I saw her a couple of years ago at a Comic Con here in, in Des Moines. Uh, Comic Con I mean, in Des Moines. Yeah, we yeah we do. As a matter of fact, thanks for. You know what? I don't know why you have to try to try to uh, geography shame me. I was yeah. just asking a question. No, <laughs> Sounds you, like you're a little insecure. Cause- 
their cosplays is who can uh, dress up like corn the best. I, I, uh, there you go. For those of you playing at home, Rob made the first corn joke. That's all right. Your yes, time's coming. This whole show's about idiocracy. Your fucking yes. autobiography. Nice. Thank you. You're welcome. So yeah, uh, she's hot. It. But but I like the the river the chick who played River Tam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean she's all right too. Summer but I Glau. mean I just Summer Glau. She's such a good actress though. So I want to see everybody back. I want to see how how their their characters have progressed and and where they're at. And now that now that she's no longer crazy and uh, is a badass. Well, do you think right. it's going to be a continuation awesome. of the old series, or are they going to? No, be like I a think reboot? they'll reboot it. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll reboot it. Yeah, sadly, I think that's what they'll do. But I, as long as Nathan Fillion's is uh, like affiliated with it, like a, a I, I'll watch it. If he's not, then I might pass. What if uh, what if they do a Halloween episode where he dresses up as a uh, writer or a police officer? All right, moving on. Who's ready for a punch roll? Wow, idiocracy! Wow, that was rough. I, I thought Discord crashed or something. <laughs> wait, wait. Wow. There's no Star Trek news. You have no Star Trek news, dude. Picard's in like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Picard's in a couple weeks. I figured at that point in time, we're going to have Star Trek overload. I'm trying. There's no such thing as Star Trek overload. Mm, mm, okay, fine. There's some Star Trek news out there. Go look it up, <laughs> assholes. <laughs> fine, I'll take it. Yeah, there you go. Who's ready God for damn, a podcast? Yeah, I am. Jesus, let's end this. Yeah, thing. How, how fast is this? Like three seconds? Uh, no, it's a little longer than that. Okay. People are dumb. Here's Rob. <laughs> oh. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Sent from a desperate, electrolyte-fueled future, a cautionary documentary has traveled back through time to give humanity a glimpse of their fate in 500 years. The documentary follows the fate of Joe Bauer, an everyman from 2005 who is chosen for a top-secret military experiment in long-term hibernation due to his mediocre existence. Scheduled for a year, in true bureaucratic tradition the timeline is delayed by 500 years, by which time the Earth and its inhabitants exist in harmony with their environment and a new enlightenment has emerged. Ha, just kidding, the dumb have proliferated like venereal disease in a retirement community and brought the average IQ down to Fox News host levels. Oh, and Fox News still exists, no changes, shirtless hosts and all. Joe is accompanied by Rita, a prostitute who represents the everywoman because there aren't any of those in the military in 2005. Joe is awakened after his pod crashes through Frito Pendejo's window due to a literal trash avalanche. Disoriented and confused by the sheer stupidity coming off of Frito, he turns to the local hospital which doubles as a hepatitis incubator. Through the power of mouth, ear, and anal probes, he's diagnosed with retardism and talking like a fag by the brilliant doctor who can't read numbers. Dr. Dipshit then freaks out when Joe doesn't have his one of us tattoo and calls the authorities. Joe is represented by Frito and put on the future's version of a trial, which is what would happen if the Maury show fucked Judge Judy, and he's given an IQ test, barcoded, and sentenced to prison. <laughs> Using his superior intellect he walks out of prison the same day he walked in, and heads to his attorney's apartment. After putting on a fresh toilet seat liner, Joe promises Frito billions to take him to a time machine built a while back before people were quite so dumb. They pick up Rita along the way, who has been making her money turning tricks. <laughs> 
However, future horn dogs are so droolingly stupid that she doesn't have to actually turn tricks and just takes payment today for a promise of sweet loving tomorrow. They flee in Frito's car, but Joe gets scanned on the way out which disables Frito's ride. They ditch the car just before the police arrive and respond in a surprisingly contemporary fashion. Frito takes them to Costco, which seems a bit smaller in the future than the Costco's today, and once again Joe is scanned, but this time he's captured. Instead of being taken to prison, he's taken to the White House to see President Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. His IQ exam has confirmed that he is indeed the smartest person in the world and the president tasks him with solving the moldy golden oldies, hunger, poverty, and ecological disaster. Joe attempts to make the case that plants don't like Gatorade, but instead prefer water, but has to fall back into stupid speak and put on his psychic friend's pants to talk to the plants and get that, quote-unquote, information firsthand. This is making my head hurt. However, since the world's crops aren't being salted to death anymore by the future's version of Powerade, the company's stock has plummeted to zero and the computers that run the world and are marginally smarter than the populace lay off half the world's workforce. This causes an ecomonic, um, bad thing to happen which makes, uh, President Camacho mad. Joe goes to the extreme court and is found to be a retard and talks dumb and is sent to a night of rehabilitation with rad-ass monster trucks. And Beef Supreme comes out of retirement. And Joe is in his tiny little car and stuff, and he's getting blowed up by Beef Supreme, and Frito and another dude go to Starbucks for a handy, and Rita puts a plant on the big TV thing. And then President Camacho says he's cool and pardons him and makes him his ice president so he can make sure his beers are always cold, and then they ride on the time machine, which is the coolest ride in America but it's still kinda lame and then Joe becomes president of America and then he and Rita bang and have, like, some smart kids and stuff, and roll, like, Rita's pimp coming out of a pod to give a double dose of pimpin' after credits. <laughs> I love this movie! <laughs> oh, this movie's so good. So good. Rob, what was it like? I just want to know, before we really get into the, the meat and potatoes of this movie, what was it like watching yourself, like different versions of yourself? Like, was it, how surreal was it? Did Rob leave? <laughs> he might be getting handy at Starbucks. I don't know. Full latte. <laughs> are, are you watching Boy, are you watching geez. ow my balls yeah. <laughs> no he's watching the masturbation network <laughs> i'm about to get my masty on bait i'm baiting oh it's baiting i'm, I'm baiting that's what it was yeah. <laughs> go away i'm baiting <laughs> oh my god that's it just go watch this movie, folks. It's amazing. That's it. We'll see you next week. Oh, yeah. So uh, this is a very, very funny movie. It's really, really light on the sci-fi. But other than that, it's it's really funny. Of course, it's it's classic Mike Judge. Um, he's he's basically taking uh, contemporary themes and, and problems and creating satire based on what he sees around him at the time. And, and this is kind of projecting uh, future events based on, on current satirical events. So it's, it's typical Mike judge and he's really good at that. Okay. No thoughts from anybody else. Awesome. Well, it's, um, it's, it's just, it's a future filled with Beavis and butthead. I, I think Beavis and butthead might actually be smarter than these people. Uh, no, we weren't the two guys whacking in your tool shed. <laughs> you two boys look like the boys have been whacking in the tool shed. Damn it, Bobby. 
It's my Hank Hill. If you couldn't tell, it was terrible, but that that that's what you get. Hank Hill is actually uh, apparently part Secretary of, of uh, well, no, the, he's, uh, he's part of Cleavon's uh, family tree. Yes, he is. Hank and Bobby Hill both are on Cleavon's family tree in the beginning. Damn it, Bobby! All right, so Rob, yeah, what are your thoughts on the movie? Did you like it? Did you enjoy it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I liked it. It was, uh, it was outrage not i wouldn't say outrageous outlandishly uh implausible but uh <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean first off uh why would you shut down an army base just because one dude had a uh sex addiction prostitution ring well well i don't know sex, that they shut uh, down the the army base because of it they just said that that later on the army base was shut down yeah so the dude, the dude got arrested. True. And yeah. so his, his top secret program kind of got, you know, put on the back burner and forgot about because there were only a certain number of people that, that knew about it. And then when and the army base totally forget about it. Yeah. yeah. And then when the army base got, you know, shut down, I guess they just bulldozed over all that shit. Yeah. I mean, it is highly implausible. They would have evacuated. Yeah moved out all their all their stuff yeah let's but. just let's just bulldoze it right now hey there's some things hooked up to some electricity well ah, I'm just, it, it would over. end up in the same spot as the ark of the covenant let's just be honest those the that's where they would have ended up is in a warehouse with the ark of the covenant right right that's, that's a callback to indiana jones yeah. reference yeah I was saying that for Rob. I knew you got it. I'm, oh, I, I'm, I'm not sorry. really sure what Rob I, gets and what Rob doesn't. I didn't. Get. I didn't know you. I was supposed to uh, comment on that. I I knew that was an Indiana Jones reference. Well, you know now. Sure. Yeah, because we told you. I was just waiting for your face to melt off. Is your name? Is your middle name Frito? I'm just wondering. Frito Camacho. No, Frito Pendejo. Frito Pendejo. Okay, so there's a couple of things about this movie. You couldn't make it today, at least not with uh, the language that they use. Like, so number one, you can't say retard, Rob. You can't do that. Anymore. Like that is not, it is politically incorrect. It is not PC. Now I personally well, don't care what the fuck you say. Like words are just words. Like figure it I the mean, fuck out. Technically well, you could say retard. It just would be frowned upon. I, and I don't care. know I'd that watch it retard was politically correct in 2006 or 2005 when they made this movie. I think that's kind of the point. Well, you could still say fag in. Mm, I don't know that you could say that in 2005. Now, well, you know what I did in 2005? Like, I, and? So, and, exactly. <laughs> and I don't know how this shocks anybody. <laughs> I just say like you, you, there's no way I don't think you I don't think you can get away with it today even in parody. You you're, think you're probably close to right. I don't I don't know that I don't know that it would get greenlit today with the with the the language that it has in it and some of the content. I mean it was yeah. so this movie was released in six theaters. <laughs> six theaters whenever it released it was held for a year. So this movie was was made and ready in 2005. Didn't release until the later part of 2006. According to the contract, Fox had to release it, had to give it a theatrical release. So they released it in six theaters in non-major markets. Right. So like not Lincoln, Nebraska, but whatever suburbs Lincoln has. Yeah, or Des Moines, Iowa. Or, or whatever suburbs they have. Right. Wait, does Des Moines have suburbs? 
Yes. Yes, it does. Huh. No. Yes. It's, uh, yeah, they just call it Cornfield 1, Cornfield 2. <laughs> West Cornfield, East Cornfield, Downtown Cornfield. <laughs> For those that are counting, that is the second corn reference of the night. <laughs> So the the movie ended up bringing in box office totals around four hundred and forty five thousand dollars on a like two to four million dollar budget, and that's because Fox didn't want to release this for fear of advertiser uh, blowback because <laughs> Mike Judge uses a, a lot of major corporations and I mean just absolutely shits on them. So, oh, so, yeah. Pepsi was on there. Uh, Taco Bell, Mountain Dew, Starbucks, uh, Starbucks, Costco. Yes. <laughs> Costco. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, there's, my, yeah. There's tons of major corporations. Fox didn't want the backlash. So uh, they they wanted to get this out to DVD as quickly as possible. And that's where it's actually made most of its money through a cult following. But I think it should be a, a more than just a cult following. There are elements of sci-fi. It's obviously a comedy. Uh, It's very satirical. It makes you take a look at where we're at as a society and where we're going. Even, I mean, this movie's what, 14 years old now, 15 years old? So it's still to this day, it makes you take a a hard look at where we're at as a society and where we're trending. I, I, I don't see... This should be more than a cult following. This is a great movie. It is fantastic. As far as comedies go, this is up there in the top 10. Very... Like, without doubt, like, that's the the minimum it should be. It's the top 10 comedy of all time. Uh, it's it's fantastic on every conceivable level. The acting is is better than what I've seen in, in some serious productions. Uh, the, the the way it was written is just, it's Mike Judge. If you like Mike Judge, you're going to like, do you, you like Office Space? Do you like Beavis and Butthead? You're going to like this. Uh, so I, I have, I just, I have a problem when, when you say that. It's just, it's got a cult following because I feel like it, should have more than that. I feel like it has legs, as they say in the biz. I mean, well, it's 15 years later and it's well, still... Well, and I'm sure if it had been released in theaters, I mean, in a in a nationwide theatrical release... I've then, heard Rush Limbaugh reference this movie on several occasions. Hmm. I may have to reconsider so, my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't. But... He has referenced this movie on several occasions. I, I feel it's bigger than I think maybe we're giving it credit for. No, no, it is big. I mean, there are tons of people that like it. It's it's critically acclaimed. I mean, it's it's got a, a good review on from both critics and audience on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a good movie. There are well, a lot of people that like that, it. Thought- it's just the cult following came from people who had no idea because there was no marketing behind this movie. So people had no idea this movie existed until they started seeing it in their video stores. Luke Wilson in 2005 wasn't a big name, was he? Uh, yeah. I mean, he I tried to remember what business. he was. Dak Shepard certainly wasn't. Maya Rudolph was just known for Saturday Night Live. Was Luke Wilson doing around 2005? Being Owen Wilson's brother? Uh, he did the family. <laughs> so yeah, he had done Legally Blonde, The Soul Survivors, Royal Angels. Uh, he didn't have a big school. role in Charlie's Angels, did he? Yeah, he was like he the, was the boyfriend yeah. of uh, Cameron Diaz. He did. Yeah, so that's not Blonde. a big role. But that's not a big role. 
Well, but I mean, it's, it was a major movie. His his face was out there. He he had done sure. My dog, uh, Anchorman, he did Rushmore, yeah. uh, The Family Stone. I, I don't think I've ever seen The Family Stone. So he did. I just uh, know him. I've always known him as Owen Wilson's brother. That's what I've always known Luke for. I know he's been in things, but he's I've never been like the leading man. And this was wasn't this his first role as the leading man in a feature film? No, no. he was in. He was in uh, old school. Yeah, he was in old school before this. Oh man, old school so good. Old school is. I good. totally forgot about. I totally forgot about old school. How do you forget about old school? I don't know, but you did it. <laughs> yeah, but I when I think of old school, I don't think of him as the leading man. I always think of. Uh, <laughs> I always think of uh, Will Ferrell. Well, that's as the just leading because man. he's he like. Well, the, yeah, stole every scene. Will Ferrell yeah. steals every scene that he's in. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Old you know, he school. Was also in, More sci-fi uh, than eleven twenty-two sixty-three. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Absolutely, it is. <laughs> uh, you're my boy, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. All right, so Whoa, guys, we're going streaking in the quad. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Wilson is, I think, is is he's a fair actor. I wouldn't say he, you know, he's not going to win any uh, Oscars. He's the nice guy. Yeah, he always plays a nice guy. Uh, wasn't his? Yeah, because in old school, wasn't his wife uh, the one who was uh, gang banged every time he'd go out of town? Oh, I don't remember. I know that he, he Julianne Moore, his wife, or no, no, it wasn't Julianne Moore. What was her name? I don't remember. But she was like every time he'd go out of town, like she was, <laughs> she was getting gang banged by a bunch of guys. That was that, and so then. Uh, he went to stay with Frank, Frank the Tank. Well, no, he he got the the house on on campus. That's right, it was a house on campus. And then he had to and start a fraternity to to keep yeah. the house. Yeah. It was Juliet Lewis was taking Juliet part Lewis. in an That's orgy. Who it is. Thank you. Who's known for uh, uh, the the uh, uh, serial killer movie with uh, Woody Harrelson? Yeah, Natural Born Killers. But she was in that one, Christmas Vacation. Before that, yeah, sure, if you say so. You haven't seen Christmas Vacation? What the hell's wrong with you? What, the one with uh, Cousin Eddie? Yeah. Shitter's full? Yeah, I've seen it. She was the daughter. She was Audrey. I don't, look, I don't look at, I don't look at the kids, man. I don't give They're, a shit about the kids. The kids weren't really that funny. <laughs> Fucking Chevy Chase was funny. Uh, All right. The guy who played Eddie was funny. Cousin Eddie. I mean, he's insane now. Like, fucking literally, legally, I think the dude is nuts. He thinks the government's after him. Well, the government was after him for a while. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah but that's not what I meant. I mean, I know they were after him for like uh, tax evasion, but like that's not really what I meant. Then they were after him because he was destroying hotel rooms and just, just skipping out on the bill. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Him and his wife are, I think, legit nuts. If you're listening to this, man, like, I'm sorry. Get some help because you're great in movies. <laughs> so what do you think the likelihood of... Uh of the world going to shit like in this movie is in 500 years. 135%. Wow. No, you could be completely wrong, but you'll be dead by then. So it doesn't matter. You never know. Well, he you could know what? be a part of an army experiment that oh, puts him in yeah, hibernation for 500 me. years. Yeah. Re- resuscitate me and then, and then tell me I'm wrong. Uh, and then he'll fit right in. That's kind I of will. creepy and gross. I said resuscitate me, not do weird sexual things to me. How's that fucking gross? Do you not know what resuscitate means? Because you'll already be They're dead. They're frito. You'll already be dead. That's why it's called resuscitate. 
Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, let me, I want to amend my 135% to 175% <laughs> likelihood that this movie comes true. Do you think the future is fucked because we are actually looking for cures to hair loss and sustaining erections? No, I, I think we're fucked for, <laughs> for a lot of different reasons. Um, I mean, if you want, if you want like my social goddamn commentary, do we, how long do we have? Where are we at with this fucking podcast? <laughs> uh, look, I think that uh, society uh, right now, uh, and I think this goes back starting in 2005, isn't it? When, when, when did American Idol come out? Uh, Anybody? That was close to 2001, 2002, maybe? Yeah. American so we're in this. Idol. I'm looking it up. Uh, Research, Research on the fly. On the fly. <laughs> it started in 2002. Yeah, yeah that was that. close. Yeah, that's pretty close. So I think yeah. that we're we're in this uh, this phase in at least Western culture, uh, and by Western culture I mean Canada and the United States, where we put uh, entertainment and those who can entertain us on such a high pedestal rather than putting education on a pedestal. Uh, the si I think it's been longer than just recent times that we've done that, though. Okay, I, I don't disagree, but we are at a phase now in society where we celebrate it. We celebrate idiots. And let me just throw this out there. Uh, I've always said American, American Idol in most uh, reality TV shows are brain candy for idiots. It does nothing to feed the brain. Like there are educational television shows. There, there is educational programming. There is uh, something to be said about movies like Idiocracy that make you think, that make you go, wow, where are we at as a society? Even if it's done in a, a satirical manner. There is nothing educational. There's nothing redeeming about the Jersey Shore, about American Idol, about America's so, Got Talent. Like, there is nothing. It is just there simply to waste your time. When the time I would be better spent reading, educating yourself. Look, I've been on this kick lately where I've been watching a lot of videos uh, uh, about the police state that we live in. Like, cops coming up, wanting your ID, you know, for no reason because you're, what, videoing in public? Uh, you, mm -hmm. you can do that. There's no reason for you to have my ID. We as a society are dumb and we willingly give these people control and we just say, yeah, go ahead and do whatever you want. We're going to trust that you're doing the right thing. I don't see that changing anytime soon. I mean, we unfortunately, yeah, we are, we are the society that's just like, uh, we want to eat cake. You know, what did, what did the, that uh, famous chicken France say? Let them eat cake. Right. <laughs> famous what? Chicken what? <clears throat> France. Isn't that what she said right before? Oh, Marie Antoinette. Yeah. yeah. It let them eat, eat cake. Right. So it's just keep them fat, keep them happy. Oh. And as long as that, as long as everyone's fat and happy, no one's going to care really about what's going on. Uh, that, no. So the, the saying, let them eat cake, was. Because uh, she poisoned the cake. To, no, she didn't poison the cake, you fucking moron. She lost her head. Do you not know who Marie Antoinette she, is? I'm she was still so trying to figure out what chicken France is. <laughs> it's a dish. She was. <laughs> she, she was so separated from the plight of her people 
who were starving in the streets that she said, just give them the cake that we're not eating to to placate the masses. That whole line. But that's is what to this is, isn't it? Just, They're just giving us cake. There's no substance to it. It's no, placating no us. They're placating us with with this entertainment. With this, it's almost like look. I mean, so there's a there's lot of similarities shows. between ancient Rome and, and, and the United States. Like there's a lot of similarities, and you can well, see there's a lot of similarities to every republic that eventually turns into an empire. Yeah. So throughout history, and Red and I used to discuss this all the time, even on this show. Every republic that has existed has turned has eventually turned into an empire. I mean, we, so it, it's we just reviewed, a matter of a time. We reviewed a documentary about that. What's that? Well, it was nine different uh, nine different films of a republic turning into an empire. <laughs> God damn, Touché. man! That yeah. took you that took yeah. you a while to get that there. Took a minute. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it was yeah. a long walk, it was, but it was worth it. Well, you know, it is in a galaxy far, far away. That's true. Yeah. No, so I mean, yeah, you can you can draw similarities to Rome's expansion and their eventual turn to an empire, their decline and or their rise and then their decline in civilization. But I mean, there were a lot of factors that went into that. First off, the craziness of the fucking leaders and oh, did you uh, want to talk about the, the craziness of the fucking leaders? Do we have to? <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, well, like, if you want to, there's a like, I get what you're saying that there were a lot of factors that kind of led to that, but you don't see those parallels being drawn today. There, there are some parallels, but I, I mean, think look, that just I'll just look, some Donald Trump from- and Nancy Pelosi, like I'll do both sides. They're both fucking insane. So you can't tell me that, that, that and we keep electing these assholes. Like, we're just right. like, yeah, let's just do it. We Again, we just give it away. Because why? Because we have shows that distract us, like American Idol, America's Got Talent. Uh, so I, I want to separate American Idol and America's Got Talent that are like contest shows from actual reality shows that drum up fake conflict and drama that suck people in because they like conflict and drama. I so make no distinction. It started with the, the real world. No. Huh? I make no distinction between the two it, because I there's mean, no one, redeemable. One is just a con- contest and the other is trumped up bullshit because there's no redeemable quality to it. it there's no, I don't know. I think that the, the con- contestant shows can inspire people to, you know, pick up, but it, uh, or, uh, sure. or pursue, I think American I, pursue dreams. I, I think America's I, got talents a lot better than American Idol. Okay. I, I'm not here to argue the merits of either one. Like yeah, and, you are. Get them you against one another. What I want to say is, it. what I'm trying to it. say, you started is it. we elevate you started the entertainer. It. Oh my started God, it. Look, look, look well, for you. Muting him. Thank you. I'm baiting right now. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> we elevate <laughs> the entertainer in this in this country, in Western culture. We don't in look if we put the same type of energy into elevating educators, elevating uh, higher learning. Imagine where we would be. No, I agree. Okay. So that's why that, that's why I put them all in that category. And I think most TV is like that. I think most movies are like that. But you know what? When you have a job where you're working 40 hours a week and you come home and you're beat down and your boss is on your ass, there's nothing wrong with a little distraction. I'm not saying that right. there is. But I, as a society, we really need to take a hard look 
at, 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 at trying to put uh, better use to our free time than just yes, we, watching. Yes, we really should prioritize it, yeah. our idols I, I, yeah. in a better fashion. Well, yeah. unless you idolize sadists and then your priorities are completely... You are not sadists, so shut the fuck up. I no, think no, if no, sadists no. existed no, 500 I'm... years in the future, we would be the number one podcast <laughs> we ever. We would. That's what I'm saying. We would fit <laughs> right in. If they stored all three of us for 500 years, we could slip into that society no problem. <sighs> well, except our Content. We'd have a lot of content. To catch well, which up one on. of us would sound the faggiest? Uh, Jason, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that one. Yeah, now. yeah. He's he's way too fancy. <laughs> <laughs> way too fancy. Yeah, I think you'd fit right in, Rob. I you just yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I might walk the line. No, you could be our translator. Uh, yeah, could, that's exactly. The, I was just gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> I would have to translate for Jason. Yeah, sorry, folks. You sound kind of faggy right now. Let me let me break this down <laughs> for you. What he's saying is he likes to bait too. What he's saying is he likes money. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, you I like, like money. money? I like money. I like money. I like I money like too. Money. Let's go to Starbucks. <laughs> oh my God, you like sex? I like sex too. <laughs> uh, how have we never met? Oh it's my so God. Weird. Oh, this fucking movie. So good. <laughs> so fucking good. If you haven't seen it, I'm telling you right now, like just pause the podcast. Fucking go watch it and then come back and, and, and pick up where you left off. You, you're doing yourself a favor. It's just so good. You know, I wonder how many of our listeners go and watch the movie. Zero. Because, because we uh, uh, review it. We have listeners. That's not true. I, th- I, I think I've heard from a couple that have gone back and watched the movie. Your sons after don't After they listen count. to the show. No, no, not <laughs> Your them. Your kids don't count. Yeah. No, no. Actual people. I think that's an, I, there, there's something we haven't really even touched on is smart people not having kids. And then by the time they want to have kids, they can't have kids. Did you know the birth rate in the United States has dropped to well, its yeah, lowest birth rate level in the United in States century? has been negative for a while. Yeah. That's all right. That's why, we, that's why we actually count on immigration. Yeah, I have no problem with legal immigration. Up. I, I don't think anybody has a problem with illegal or with legal no, immigration. Oh, Freudian slip there. <laughs> J- Jason loves the illegal. I think I don't think a lot of people have a problem with illegal immigration. I do. For I have the a most huge part. Oh, I do. I, and sure I think there's do. a I think there's a wide uh, swath of Americans that do. I, in fact, I would probably lean to about fifty percent that do. I think of that Iowa. there would be a, a much <laughs> I, do you smaller know how many illegals swath are in of Iowa? Americans. Do you have any idea? Oh, there's probably tons. I mean, who else yeah. is going to yeah, pick all that got corn? Yeah, a ton of meatpacking plants up there. So, yeah. ton. And that was the third corn reference. for the. <laughs> no, I think there would be a much smaller swath of people who would be, who would have a problem with illegal immigration if there were no illegal immigration. Wait, what? okay, hold on. I, I may oh, have what? watched Idiocracy one too many times. I'm trying to follow re- that. Yeah, can you please repeat what you just said, except this time? Because the economy would fucking hurt. It would hurt the economy. I'm not saying let's send everybody goods back. And, goods and saying. services would go up. That's not what I'm saying. Let's not. Let's and, not. And there would be a huge dearth of of labor. I, I, I don't think a huge dearth. I mean, but I I will say that that unemployment being at the lowest it's been in a very long time. I would agree with that. Now, when you take away all these people who are doing all of these jobs and all of a sudden now you're going to have even more of a surplus of jobs that aren't being filled. 
So I'm not saying let's just send everybody. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is let's just stop illegal immigration. That's what I'm saying. Let's just stop that. Well, no, I'm not saying encourage illegal immigration. That, that's that's not what I had said. No, I, uh, I get that. But at the same token, I didn't say let's just send everybody back. What I said is let's stop illegal immigration. Like if so somebody freezes themselves now, if somebody freezes themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say in 500 years, we unfreeze them. Okay. And we let's just say we freeze them in Texas. And then we unfreeze them in 500 years in Texas. But in 500 years, Texas has once again seceded from the union. Damn straight. And then was immediately conquered by the cartels in Mexico and is now its own uh, 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 cartel state, independent of both Mexico Mexico and the United States. Yes. Well, let's call it Texaco. Texaco. Yeah. Uh, Then then that person who was frozen 500 years ago is no longer a resident of Texaco because Texaco didn't exist. He illegally Um, immigrated um, and it would be up to the state then, uh, the the cartels, to uh, unfreeze him. That's... that's saying that anybody who was in Texas when the cartels took over is no longer a resident of Texas. Nope. If Texas secedes, everybody that's in Texas would They're now part of Texaco, and they can either bow to the Texaco cartel government or they can die because that's what cartels would do. So if you're thawed out in 500 years, you have the same choice. Yeah, you would probably just, just die. So we're going to have to go back and scrub this uh, podcast because uh, <laughs> – you do know Texaco is a gas company, right? Huh? No, we're we're we're, soc- we're talking Texaco T E X I C O, not T E X A C O. Yeah, I don't I don't know where okay. you got that, Rob. Try to keep up, man. Te- Texaco. Can I? What happened to hibernation sickness? Han um, Solo was frozen for literally no, no. like no, no. three See, years. He was. It was a dry hibernation, so oh, totally different okay. than wet hibernation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. And he had drugs. He did have a little hibernation sickness when he woke no, up. He just, that's why he went to the hospital. No, he, he was just, just out of it. He, he was, was just tired. He, just, he was really groggy. You ever wake yeah. up from like a... Well, a, so was Han, but Han's, you know, he was kind blind. of a pud. And he, he was, he was, he had a man cold. He was, <laughs> man colds will kill you. Man colds will kill you. <laughs> that's, <I> mean, okay. <laughs> there's a scientific study that said men feel colds uh, more acutely than women do. Same with the flu. A, it, it is a scientific fact at this point. Well, the man or cold. Or they say they do. Yeah. You know what? It doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. that everyone that, 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 that put this study on was, was a man. man. It doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't. I'm just saying Han Solo, was, he was shaken. He was sweaty. He, was, he couldn't so see for days. But these guys wake up. Basically, he had his fix in a while. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, so you're you're thinking uh, uh, he was chasing that dragon mm-hmm, and, and lost mm-hmm. sight of it? Well, you know, he hadn't been around Carrie Fisher for a while. Oh shit, mm, that's true. Sorry, is that too soon? I don't. What Maya Rudolph doesn't do anything for me. Hey, no, she no. looked pretty good. Uh, I'm not saying she looked bad. I just fifteen years yeah. ago, fifteen years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Marilyn Monroe still hot ago. when you look at tape. Well, yeah, when you look at yeah. tape, I don't think she's looking too hot. No, right probably now. not. I don't know, no, man. Same with Elizabeth Taylor. If she's Taylor. still in that white dress. I'm not saying that she's not a handsome woman. Ryan, uh, Maya Rudolph or Raya Rudolph, depending on what uh, parallel universe you're from. Uh, it, or what YouTube channel you're <laughs> right. on. Maybe uh, she's a handsome woman. I'm not saying she's not. I'm just, I'm just saying she doesn't, uh, she doesn't do it for me. I thought she was okay in this film. I thought she was all right. Uh, you know, 
I thought she looked pretty she good in this film. She wasn't very um, sluttish. Yeah, she was I, not for a, for a hooker. Mm. Like you got to really put it out there sometimes, and I don't think yeah. she was really putting it out there. She didn't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it was just how her character was was written, but yeah, she didn't really put forward the comedy chops that I know she has from her years on Saturday Night Live and. Uh, I've seen a few episodes of Portlandia. It's not to my taste, but no. she's still pretty funny in that. Is uh, it, Has Mike Judge ever written a role for a woman where we've been like, wow, good job, Mike Judge? I don't, um, I can't think of one. Yeah, I liked, uh, I liked Jennifer Aniston's role in Office Space. Oh, yeah, I guess. That was a good character. But she was normal, I guess, but she was normal. She was, she was normal, yeah. I mean, this, this, like Maya Rudolph's character is not normal. And she's put in an extraordinary situation. I just don't, I don't, maybe you're right. I just think maybe it wasn't well written because Maya Rudolph does, she's fucking hilarious on, on Saturday Night Live and some of the other stuff that she's done. Like you said, Portlandia, not my cup OT either, but I mean, she's, let's see what else he's for women. Um, Which by the way, that brings, while you're doing your research on the fly, let me just call back to something you said earlier about not a lot of women in the military because they couldn't find one. It wasn't that they couldn't find one. It's that they couldn't find one that was average. Ver- average. Right. So I take that as they were saying the women in the military are smarter than the men in the military. They had no problem finding average guy. They had a problem finding average oh, yeah. woman. Right. Yeah. Okay. He won a shit ton of stuff for uh, Silicon Valley. Yeah, Silicon Valley. I'm trying to think of. I don't think I've oh, ever yeah, watched so, that. Is that sci-fi? It's it's actually a no, no. It's um, it can be. It's about as uh, sci-fi as uh, eleven twenty-two sixty-three. Oh, all right. Actually, probably a little bit more. They've got robots and uh, that sounds sci-fi. And non-existent algorithms. Things sounds like more sci-fi so. than eleven twenty-two sixty-three. No, I'm trying to think. So there's one venture capitalist woman that's really quirky. Um, that's fairly funny, but the other main female characters are pretty, yeah, pretty straight. And I don't remember Jennifer why Aniston's did, character in Office straight? Space being a fucking laugh a minute character either. No, she was she was definitely a straight character, right? And I feel like Maya Rudolph's character wasn't I was a straight character as well. She had moments where she was funny, but it wasn't. I don't know. I feel like it was a, a a waste of some talent there. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I mean, yeah, if you're if you're casting Maya Rudolph for a role, you're definitely casting somebody with some comedic chops, and you probably want to utilize that. Otherwise, if you're you're writing a straight character, you want to probably cast somebody a little straighter, like Jennifer Aniston. I don't know. Jennifer Aniston's got some comedy chops. She was on fucking Friends for almost ten years. But she was she always played this again. She was the straight man. A straight woman. No, 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 no. I don't remember any. She did about 50-50. Okay, I guess. I would consider Maya Rudolph a comedian. I would not consider Jennifer Aniston one. She is an actress. Yes. Okay. I, I would agree with that. All right. But I'm saying that Jennifer Aniston could do a comedy role. And she's done other comedy roles. But she's an actress. She is. Okay. If you're gonna if you're gonna cast a comedian in a, a role, like use use their comedy background, their comedy chops, as you say, like utilize that. Don't don't. Yes. Yeah. 
Like if you want to yeah, make yeah, her a hooker, then you cast Charlize Theron or 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 Margot Robbie or Jennifer Aniston. They, or, they weren't. I don't think big Margot back Robbie then. was a thing back then. I'm just saying. Like if you're going to reboot this, let's make Margot Robbie the hooker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now you we're just going to see Margot Robbie as a hooker. We're, we're going I, look, there. Uh, huh? the, yeah, the new Birds of Prey comes out February seventh. I might go see that just because you know Harley fucking Quinn. Yeah, that would be the only reason I see it. Yeah, I watched Joker recently. That wasn't terrible. Joker was a good movie. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah, you. We couldn't have had Margot Robbie in this. She was only fifteen. That was yeah, no, I, I, I get that. I was just saying. Like, I, no, you weren't. We've already, you were, we've already you covered were why I said it. No, you were hoping. You are a pendejo. So, James. Yes, sir. Would you tell me, please, if this idiocracy movie that we're talking about is more sci-fi than 112263? Well... In 112263, there's a closet and then some history. In Idiocracy, there's a lot of sleeping, and then you wake up, and you're in the future. So about the same? No, because in this future, like, there's big giant, uh, uh, like, monster trucks with screwdrivers on the end of it. Really? One of them looked like a giant penis. Little (laughs) tiny cars with big giant dildos on the front of them. Idiocracy, more sci-fi than eleven twenty-two sixty-three. Wow. <laughs> oh man, that's a stretch. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, final thoughts. Go see this movie. I'm telling, it's so good. I I can. My wife wasn't laughing at this movie. I'm looking. I'm like, how are you not laughing at this movie? And she looked at me and she goes, it's sad because this, <laughs> this is our future. I'm like, oh, you're not fucking wrong. Yeah. 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 Rob, you got a haiku for us? You know it. Lay it on us, man. All right. This haiku is titled, It Has Electrolytes. <laughs> <laughs> Water from toilets. Bro, Rondo is what plants crave. Carl's Jr., fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Very well done. Love it. That's the best one yet, Rob. Nicely done. Nicely done. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Who's got awards? Yeah. I do. Oh, yeah. All right, Rob, who's got your black lung? Uh, I gave my black loan to 2505. Okay. Yeah. Because like, everybody was. Everything was smoking. Everybody yeah. was smoking. Kids were smoking. Adults were smoking. Doctors were smoking. Uh, yeah. And so. if you're not smoking Tarleton's, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> James, who's got your black loan? Uh, the doctor that treated. Uh, <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Lexus. Yeah, Dr. Lexus. <laughs> Dr. Lexus. He walked in with some now, sort that's of. That's a good hooker name. That is a good hooker name. Uh, he came in with some kind of stogie apparatus in his mouth. <laughs> May have been weed. I'm not 100% sure. Well, my black lung is going to go to Secretary of State because that motherfucker was always puffing on what looked like a joint. 
Wasn't that the kid? That was the kid. Yeah. No, no, no. Secretary of State was uh, the guy from Office Space. The guy who played John Bolton for, or Michael Bolton from Office Space. Was it? Yeah. Who was the kid? He won the contest to become uh, Secretary of State. kid something. was the kid. I mean, he was. that's where American Idol's headed, by the way. Win a contest, become a government official. Uh, it'll be like um, The Apprentice. Cabinet edition. <laughs> You're fired. fired. Cabinet edition. <laughs> Wait, didn't we already try that with, uh, uh, Ana, uh, what's her name? Ama, Amarosa? Didn't she have a cabinet position and she got fired? No, wasn't she, she, had a, the- she wasn't a camp cabinet position, but she was like an advisor or she had a sub cabinet division. Nah, it doesn't matter. She got fired again. Imagine that Amarosa getting fired. <laughs> I'm waiting for. Oh, he was secretary of energy. There you go. All right. Brendan Hill was the actor. He's secretary of energy. Secretary of education looked a little, um, slow, <laughs> a little bit slow, even for the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James, who's got your head lush? Oh, my head lush. Oh, my God. That goes to uh, the uh, colonel or major or whatever the fuck he was that was in charge of this thing because he went on a bender with upgrade. Yeah, he did. Oh, my God, he did. Yeah. (laughs) Rob? Uh, Yeah, mine goes to Collins as well for gaining upgrades trust. Yeah. yeah. That must have been fun. (laughs) It looked like it was a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's trying he to walk these guys. A mentor. He's trying to walk these guys through the process of being a pimp. And they're just like, yeah, we don't care. Just move on. <laughs> All right, my head lush is going to go to President Camacho. Road beers. He always, yeah, yeah, he always had a beer. Give me a beer. Always had a beer. You take a beer too. Too. <laughs> Takes a drink and just throws it down. Ah! Oh, I love. God, I love Terry Crews. Oh, Terry Crews. Oh, I love the best. Terry Crews. Oh man, the dude's a painter. I would take uh, him. He was a sketch artist. Live. Yeah, he was a huh? sketch. Uh, he was a sketch artist for. Um, uh, like Bob Ross. No, no, he was a sketch artist for for uh, courtroom stuff uh, before he became uh, an actor and all that kind of good stuff. Really? Because he was a football player before that. Yeah, yeah. But now I watched him do a, a live stream sketch, not this past Christmas, or uh, painting, not this past Christmas, but the Christmas before. It was magical. Was it like Bob he's, Ross was doing happy little trees and bullshit? Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, he's actually a really good painter. You should check his shit out. I, I would if I gave two drops of monkey piss about painting. Unfortunately, I don't. I don't even watch Bob Ross. That guy just co- pisses me off. Your president you commands no fucking it. soul. I really your future, don't. Your future president requests that you. I would vote. I'm going to be honest. I would vote for a president Camacho today. <laughs> oh my god! Today, only, right now. Only if he this wore that outfit. This is why we're in the position we're in. Stop it, President Camacho, 2020. Fuck. Couldn't get worse, I guess. <clears throat> oh Jesus! Famous last words. <laughs> All right, so uh, Rob, who's got your player? Uh, I'm going to give it to uh, Clevin. For bringing down the world. God damn it, you yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> Clavon's got mine too. Jesus Christ, okay. that guy fucking had more sex than anybody I ever know. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and so did his kids. And his kids and their kids. Fuck me. Go Clavon. Yeah. So my player's going to go to Rita. 
Oh, uh, Weak? What are you talking about? Right, look, in the future, I'm going to give my player award to the fucking hooker. Yeah, the uh, hooker who didn't have to fucking hook. She just, just because took everyone's money in from the, people she on the In the future, she wasn't a hooker. She was an artist. Hey, Rob, That's right. let me ask you a question. That's How right. many times have you went to a hooker and mm-hmm. they said, give me the money today and I'll put out tomorrow or maybe the next day? How many times? Try not to take your shoes off. Uh, never. I don't believe you. I, I think the over-under is four. Mm, okay. And uh, do you pay for your hookers in corn? And there's the fifth one for the podcast. James, who's got your purple hippo? Fucking Rob. He's got my purple uh, hippo. How the fuck yeah. does he get through life on a daily basis without falling down repeatedly? Uh, my purple hippo goes to everybody alive 500 years from now. Fair enough, yeah. That would be kind of like... Uh, Living through a fucking bad acid trip. That, that whole, like, <laughs> whoever tied those buildings together that were falling down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it I'm just like saying. Bands. Like, everybody in the future's got my Purple Hippo Award because they are obviously dumb as shit. Dumber than a bag of hammers. Rob? Uh, let's see. My Purple Hippo goes to uh, Collins. For finding out the sweet, sweet pleasures of prostitution. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think, I think, I think he was a straight-laced uh, individual, and then he got in with Upgrade, and uh, he he found the pleasures of the prostitution ring, and it blew his mind. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, so my Purple Hippo is going to go to Joe, because waking up 500 years in the fucking future... And being in some dude's living room who's sitting on a recliner that has a built-in toilet. <laughs> sitting in front of a TV with a small screen full of advertisements, or a big screen full of advertisements with just a small viewing area. Probably watching the Masturbation Network. Ow, my had balls. To have been. <laughs> you know, oh, that's, that's right. He was watching Ow, My Balls. Yeah, and that's, that yeah. that's about what our... Um, our uh, American reality TV like, has yeah. gotten to, yeah. 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 So, yeah, that, that, that had to have been just an out-of-body experience. That had to have been the beginning of a fucking nightmare, and he just couldn't wake up. I don't know. I think the beginning of the nightmare happened when he put the anal probe in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least you hope it wasn't the anal probe. <laughs> well, you know, rinse your rinse your mouth out with some uh, Brondo, and you're fine. Yeah, Brondo. Brondo. Yeah, it's got electrolytes. <laughs> yeah, it's what plants crave. It has electrolytes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's uh, what plants crave. It is what plants crave. Rob, do you crave electrolytes? <laughs> All the time. And there you go. All right. So it is Rob's turn to pick our next movie. Which, by the way, you're all welcome for Idiocracy. That was a good pick. Good pick. Rob, what do you got in store for us for next week? So uh, let's read the synopsis and let you guys figure this one out. Okay. Uh, In the mid-27th century, the Terran Confederation is at war with the Felinoid Kilrothi Empire. After destroying <laughs> a Terran base, the Kilrothi have seized a Navcon unit with the hyperspace jump coordinates to Earth. With the Terran reinforcements scheduled to arrive two hours after the Kilrothi hit Earth, it falls upon the, Stif- the Starfighter carrier 
TCS Tiger Claw to keep the Kilrothi busy. Directed by yep. Chris Roberts. Uh, any ideas yet, uh, Jason? Oh, shit. I didn't realize Chris Roberts actually yeah. directed. Yeah, I know exactly what this is. Yeah. Any ideas, uh, James? Wing Commander. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Starring Matthew Lillard, Saffron Burroughs, and Freddie Prince Jr. It's Jesus 1999's Wing Commander. <laughs> Number one, this is such a shitty movie. Number two, it's got fucking Freddie Prince motherfucking Jr. <laughs> that's why I picked it. Dude, I, I had this pick two weeks ago. It. Fuck. Oh, man. This is going to be good. So it's been a long time since I've seen this movie. I love the Wing Commander games. They're, they're the best space sim games that I think have ever been out there. Um, what about Star yeah, Fox? I mean, that's not. They, a space they started sim. the the yeah. space right. flight sim genre, basically, and I'm actually bought into the uh, to the new game that Chris Roberts is is releasing called Star Citizen. That's still in in alpha oh, phase, but it's actually never, ever, 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 ever be finished. Ever come out? Ever? Ever? No, it's it's out in it's alpha. Just not finished. Well, yeah, it will never even hit beta. You don't think? No. No. I, I don't expect it to either. But that what guy they has have fleeced, out right now is, is really impressive and fun to play. So That guy has fleeced so many people out of money, it's not even funny. Oh, man. Tens of millions of dollars that game has made. <laughs> and it's, uh, it, it doesn't deliver on even a quarter of the promises. Not it's yet. Terrible. And it never There's will. Hope. There's hope. <laughs> There's, all right. Go on, <laughs> Rebel. Godspeed, Rebels. Whatever. Such a fucking terrible throwaway line. <laughs> fucking purple hair. All right, well, that's it for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is Snackbix My Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel, which is linked on our website at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com, or you can Twitter us at Satiso underscore podcast. You can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com, and... If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, just uh, become a Patreon supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash status underscore Patreon. Let me try that again. Dude, it's you're fucking reading this. Forward slash status <laughs> underscore podcast. So fuck off, Rob. Oh, God. And for this week, I'm Jason. It's got electrolytes. You see, a pimp's love is different than the love of a square. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk to you next week. Go away, I'm baiting.